0: What's your first reaction when someone is nasty to you? How do you react when your inner critic starts beating you down and telling you just how bad, worthless, or stupid you are? What do you do when you witness unkindness? Life Podcast. Hello and welcome everyone. My name is Mary Slocum, and today we're exploring the first phase of love, loving kindness. The practice of loving kindness cultivates our natural capacity for an open, alive, and loving heart. When we dedicate ourselves to a loving-kindness practice, we feel our heart opening and staying open even when trouble happens. It might be hard to get our heads around the word loving-kindness. Maybe the thought, what other kind of kindness is there? Or what has love got to do with kindness? arises. When we are loving, we show our caring. And when we are kind, we show our friendliness, generosity, and consideration. Together, our care and our friendliness and consideration give us loving kindness. Other words which help us understand the meaning behind loving kindness are goodwill rather than ill will and benevolence which means well-meaning or acting with well-meaning. So whichever word resonates with you, use it. And one note about friendliness. We're not talking about being friends. We're talking rather about our attitude of spirit, of friendliness. And remember that You can send loving kindness to someone who's not a friend. You can send it to someone who's an enemy. So when we practice loving kindness, we are practicing all these things. Friendliness, caring, generosity, consideration, goodwill, and benevolence. We're expressing our deep connectedness for each other. Everyone gets to play. No one is excluded or sidelined from giving and receiving loving kindness. Loving kindness and mindfulness are companion practices. They balance one another. In our mindfulness practice, we're present with what's here right now in this moment. We receive what's here right now and realize the wisdom that comes from that. In our loving-kindness practice, we're giving the gift of concern and care to ourselves and others. Both show us our interconnectedness with everything. When first introduced to the loving-kindness practice, our reaction might be, "Oh, this is too sentimental or this is too wishy-washy for me. This is the skeptical mind at work, finding all the ways in which this practice couldn't possibly give us anything worthwhile, anything such as safety, ease, happiness, or connection. Or perhaps when we're first prompted to place a hand on our heart as a way to connect with ourselves and hold ourselves in safety, the skeptical mind might be saying something like, this is silly. Know that if any or all of this occurs, it's okay. Our conditioning can find even the word loving kindness off-putting. Simply acknowledge that This is here right now. Something in me feels silly. Something in me thinks this is too wishy-washy, too soft or whatever. And then from a place of joyful effort, do it anyway. It's the doing. It's the direct experience of the practice that's our teacher, not what the skeptical or doubting mind thinks. Loving kindness always has an object. Someone is receiving what we're giving. We bestow wishes of loving kindness on ourselves, on someone else, or some other living being. It can even be our pet, a dog, a cat, or a wild animal, a mammal, a fish of the sea, an ant, or a bee. We send loving kindness to all beings everywhere. We leave no being on the sidelines. All are included. When we express loving kindness, we are giving of ourselves for the benefit of another. This is an expression of our deep connectedness. Even when we extend wishes of loving kindness to ourselves, we are giving care to that part of us that is needing care in that moment. Through our practice, we sense our deep and intimate connection to the world around us. It inspires us to respond to our environment and to our home, the earth, with care, goodwill, friendliness, and concern. In all ways, in our actions, in the decisions we make, in the things we buy or gather, and how we interact with, the earth, the environment, and the way that we act in the world. The practice of loving kindness grows our empowerment to live fully. We feel our power to make a difference in the world through acts of kindness that are unconditional and unselfish. There is no, I'll be kind to you if you do this for me, There's no expectation that the receiver of our kindness is going to reciprocate in any way. There's no wanting that someone will pat us on the back or acknowledge our generosity. We give freely with no strings attached. The traditional practice of loving kindness begins with the practice of expressing phrases of care to ourselves so that we open and balance our hearts. We take care of ourselves so that we can care for others. Next, we extend loving kindness to a mentor, a benefactor, or a teacher, someone who has given of themselves for our benefit. Then we move on to someone close to us, a family member, or friend with whom we enjoy a good and loving relationship. Next, we move on to expressing loving kindness to some neutral person. This is someone whom we don't know, but may have interactions with during the day. It might be a store clerk, a mail carrier, a flight attendant, or someone we see as we walk by, a gardener a grandmother, a child care provider. Next, we move on to someone who is difficult, someone with whom we have a problematic relationship, someone whom we don't understand or agree with, even someone who has wronged us or someone whom we consider to be our enemy. Finally, we extend messages of loving kindness to all beings everywhere to emphasize how we are all the same, how we all want to be safe, free from suffering, happy, and at ease and full of peace. It can feel hard or impossible to extend wishes of loving kindness to someone with whom we are in conflict with, or someone who has injured us. Our expression of loving-kindness does not mean that the actions of this other person are okay. Their actions can even be abhorrent to us. Rather, it is an expression of the deep knowing that we are all connected It has nothing to do with whether we like the person, agree with them, or condone their actions. And when we phrase our wishes in this way, just like me, may you be safe. Just like me, may you be at ease. We emphasize how we are all equal, that we are all worthy of safety, ease, and happiness. This helps us to not get confused about what we are doing. We are not saying that the other person's action is acceptable. We are saying that just like me, this person is worthy of feeling safe. We are saying, don't hurt anyone on the inside or the outside. This is important because it lays the groundwork for forgiveness, that powerful antidote freeing us from being a prisoner of someone else's harm to us. With forgiveness, we cut the chain of blame, retribution, and anger. Forgiveness sets us free. When our inner critic starts beating up on us, berating us, or making us feel that we want to crawl into a hole, loving-kindness is the antidote. And when the inner critic plays with us and taunts us by saying, "Uh, I'll love myself as long as I don't make any mistakes, loving-kindness reminds us that, like everyone else, we make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. Expressing loving kindness lets us know we're worthy, that we're good, and that, like everyone else, we deserve to be safe and to be without suffering. We bestow these wishes from our open heart to every part of ourselves, and they have an effect. They lift us up and open our hearts so that we feel the truth of what the wishes bestow. In this way, we learn the truth of the practice of loving kindness. It's not about perfection. It's about opening and nurturing the heart to express kindness and connectedness as our response. In episode 67, we spoke about cultivating patience, that non-reactive quality of allowing the annoying, the frustrating, the downright unthinkable to be here with us without us flying into a rage, pursing our upper lip and turning our back or snapping back with words that could kill. In our cultivation of patience, we can cultivate the response of loving kindness. A friend criticizes us. We feel the anger rising up. Maybe our face even flushes. We notice and acknowledge angry, angry. Our patience gives space to our generosity of spirit as it expresses loving kindness to that friend. With this act, we notice that we are both on the same plane. One is not more worthy than the other. Both are worthy and deeply connected and then from a clear and balanced mind, we can question and investigate and understand what our responsibility is and how we can learn from this experience. Showing our willingness to be generous in the present moment, in spite of all our plans and activities, our lists, our pursuing of projects and goals, in spite of our emotions and reactions, is how we cultivate an open heart. And this cultivation bestows its gifts on us. The gifts of concentration, patience, connection, fearlessness, and genuine happiness. The practice is simple. Some even think it's boring and... To be quite honest, it might feel that way in the beginning. It might require that we bring some diligence to the practice. In it, we bestow our gifts through the recitation of simple phrases first to ourselves, then to a mentor, benefactor, or teacher, third to someone close to us, a family member or a friend, and then to a neutral person someone we don't know. Then we extend wishes of goodwill to a difficult person. And finally, to all beings everywhere. Using these or similar phrases that resonate with us, we repeat the phrases four or five times for each category. May I be safe. May I be free from suffering. May I be happy. May I be full of ease and peace. May you be safe. May you be free from suffering. May you be happy. May you be full of ease and peace. May all beings be safe. May all beings be free from suffering. May all beings be happy. May all beings be full of ease and peace. This week, I invite you to practice loving-kindness. One way to engage your loving-kindness practice is through a loving-kindness meditation for the body. I learned this meditation from Sharon Salzberg, who had learned it from Ananda Maitreya, a Sri Lankan monk, who live brightly in this world until almost 102 years of age. In this loving-kindness meditation for the body, we start at the head, the crown of the head, and we repeat the phrases of loving-kindness, may my head be happy, may it be peaceful. And then we continue by visiting each place in the body The shoulders, arms, hands, and fingers, the back, the chest, the belly, the organs, the pelvis and hips, the legs, the feet, and the toes. May my toes be happy. May they be peaceful. When practicing this meditation, a place in you that you have judged may jump out. Maybe you have a bad knee. It jumps out and lets you know what's wrong with it, that it doesn't work right, that it keeps you from doing what you want to do. Know that judgment is here and it's okay. Recognize and acknowledge the judging and then return your awareness to sending loving kindness to the knee. May my knee be happy. May it be peaceful. As you move from place to place in the body, notice the sensations that arise and notice if nothing seems to be happening. Maybe you don't feel anything. Just acknowledge what's here and continuing offering phrases of loving kindness. This gift giving and integration is what will empower us to live from our open hearts rather than to live from a closed heart that rejects and dislikes. And if you get distracted or lose your place, don't worry about it. Just return to that part of the body you're sensing and offer the phrases. Remember, we're not trying to generate any kind of response. We're simply being with the place with an open and loving heart, and we're expressing our wishes of loving kindness. May my heart be happy. May it be peaceful. May my toes be happy. May they be peaceful. And when you complete the practice, notice how it feels being kind to your body and bring some of that into your day. A guided version of this meditation is available on the members page of the podcast at www.patreon.com forward slash your mindful life. That's www.patreon.com forward slash your mindful life, all one word. If you're not already a member, you can sign up and access the meditation directly on the members page. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. And I'd also like to thank the people behind the scenes that make it possible. Gorgias Romero for original music, audio engineering, and production. Bill Rafferty for technical web support. Ali Allen for logo and podcast cover design and Margaret Haas for announcing the show. Be well, be mindful.